Bitterness can keep you in poverty. So you have to forgive people today when we have the opportunity to pray. Number eight. Why are people bound? By reason of disobedience and stubbornness. Psalm 68 verse 6 says, The rebellious, they dwell in a dry land. Job 36 verse 11 to 12. It says, They obey and serve him. They will spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. Verse 12. It says, If they do not obey, they shall perish by the sword and they shall die without knowledge. Isaiah 1, 19 to 20. It says, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Next. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. You see that? In Jeremiah 3, verse 25. Jeremiah 3, 25. It says, we lie down in our shame and our reproach covers us. For we have sinned against the Lord our God, we and our fathers from our youth even to this day, and have not obeyed the voice of the Lord. Quickly. Next. Number nine. By reason of complaining and negative confession. In Job 3, 25 to 26, O King James. Listen to Job. For the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me, and, the thing, and that which I was afraid of is come unto me. Verse 26. I was not in safety, neither had I rest, neither was I quiet, yet trouble came. Job was always talking about his problems. If you keep on talking about your problems, the more of your problems you will have. Are you out there? All right. Proverbs 6 verse 2. Proverbs 6 2. Listen to this. It says, Thou art snared with the words of thy mouth. Thou art taken with the words of thy mouth. You are in captivity. You are bound. NIV. You are in captivity. You are, you are bound. You are trapped by what you said. Ensnared by the words of your mouth. So it matters what you say. If you say you are going to die, you will die. So you are going to leave, you will leave. It's up to your mouth. See, it's up to your mouth. What you say can accommodate devils, or what you say can dispel devils. What you say can accommodate devils, or what you say can dispel devils. In Numbers 14 verse 28, God said, as you said in my ears, so will I do to you. Uh, it says, as I live, says the Lord, just as you spoke in my hearing, so I will do to you. So, whatever you don't want to see in your life, speak against it. Speak what you want. In Matthew 12 verse 34, you're going to read from verse 24 to 37, we're almost done here. Have you learned anything today? It's a brood of vipers, how can you be able to speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Next. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart brings forth good things. How do we bring it forth? With our words. An evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil things. Next. But I say to you that for every idle word that men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. Verse 37. For by your words will be justified, and by your words, what do you say? You will be condemned. How? By your words. Why did you get it? Your words. How come you got it? Your words. Because you're going to have what you say. Whether good or bad. Hallelujah. Quickly, next. Why are people bound? By reason of strife. Strife is a blessing blocker. Those of you who like to quarrel. 
Wherever you find strife, you will find curses, sicknesses, and difficulties. Wherever you find strife. And that's why in my immediate family, love is something that I told someone, I told my, my wife, we discussed it, that anyone that's marrying you know, my children, when they grow up, is marrying the entire family. Because there's such a bond that we are building into the family. In Psalm 133, reading from verse 1, it says, Behold how good and pleasant it is for, for bringing to dwell together in unity. Next, it says, For it's like the precious oil upon the head, running down on the beard, the, the beard of Aaron, running down on the edge of his, his garments. Next, say, For it is like the dew of Hermon, descending on the mass of Zion, for they the Lord commanded the blessing, life forevermore. You want blessing? There should be unity. In Malachi 4, verse 6, the Bible says, and it will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to the fathers, lest I come and strike the head with a curse. Strife. See, so in your household, even in your heart, don't keep strife in your heart. See, because you want breakthroughs. In James 3, 16, O King James, says for what envy and strife is, there's confusion and every evil work. If we're envying and strife is when they are always quarreling. Say there's confusion in every work. Hallelujah. All right. In First Peter three verse seven, speaking of husband and wife, it says, "Husbands likewise dwell with them with understanding." That's your wife giving honor to the wife as to the weaker vessel, as we have to get out the grace of life, that your prayers may not be hindered. A man's prayers can be hindered by the way he treats his wife. So, a man has to treat his wife well. I told you what God told me in the early days of the ministry. He said, if you take care of your wife, I'll grow your church. That's why you see that my wife is very precious to me. He even said, honor in spite of her. So, even when we have a service, and maybe she, she came late, she will still, will still allow her to do what she wants to do. He said, honor her in spite of her. Why? So my prayers will not be hindered. Hallelujah. Are you all there? Look at Isaiah 58 verse 9. It says, Then you shall call and the Lord will answer. You shall cry. You will say, Here I am. If you take away the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger and speaking vanity, speaking wickedness, quarreling, it says you hinder your prayers. Number 11, please. Why are people bound? By reason of pride. Pride is a blessing blocker. The Bible says in Luke 14, 11, if you exalt yourself, it says you'll be abased. You'll be humbled. If you humble yourself, you'll be exalted. In James 4, verse 6, the Bible says God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. In 1 Peter 5, verse 5, the Bible says, Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. See, the word submit yourselves, that means to obey them. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clear with humility. For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Look at verse 6. It says, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. So, if you don't humble yourself, God will not exalt you. You remain in one place for a long time. You can be struggling, trying to manipulate and insult people to go up. And things will not change. Why are people bound? We say pride. Proverbs 28 verse 25. 
It says, he who is of a proud heart stirs up strife. People are always quarreling their proud people. But he who trusts the Lord will be prospered. Will, will be prospered. Because you're not trying to justify yourself. See, you're not trying to justify yourself. Proverbs 3, 24. When, you, when, you, when you're humble, God gives grace to the humble. 1812, humility goes before honor. You want, you want to, to, to be honored by God, you need humility. Hallelujah. All right. Let's run very quickly. Number 12, by reason of stinginess. Stingy people. Stingy, stingy. Some people are stingy. They never help anybody whatsoever. In Proverbs 11 verse 24, the Bible says, there's one who scatters yet increases more, but there's one who withholds more than is right, but it leads to poverty. You're always stingy. Say it will lead you to poverty. So the reason many people are still bound in poverty, they're not, they're not generous. The generous will be made rich. He who waters will also be watered himself. Stinginess. Proverbs 28 verse 27. It says, he who gives to the poor will not lack, but he who hides his eyes will have what? Many causes. That means one way to come out of causes is by giving to the poor. Caring for other people when they are in need. See, some of your causes will just end. We have widows in church and there's a widow's fund. You write it, widow's fund. And it will be given to them. Proverbs 22 verse 9. The Bible says, He who has a bountiful eye or generous eye will be blessed. But it, for it gives of his bread to the poor. See, so you need to be delivered from stinginess. You read Haggai 1, 1 to 11. Give, in to, give to building projects. Give to kingdom projects. Give to so that you, God will not blow upon the the one you have, and yeah, there's nothing to show for it. The enemy will not, uh, the devourer will not re, will get a hold. You're someone not Titus, Malachi three eight to eleven. When you're Titus, there's some things that you don't you don't you don't experience. Look at Luke sixteen ten to twelve. Stop playing on the keyboard, please, because you're almost done here. Says he who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. He who is unjust in what is least is unjust also in much. Next, it says, Therefore, if you have not been faithful in your righteous mammon, who will commit to your trust the true riches? God said, Give this person. He did not give. God said, Give that one. He did not give. Say, who will give you? And if you have not been faithful in what is another man's, who will give you what is your own? So, when you they gave you money to pay somebody, you did not pay them something that is supposed to be yours, somebody will sit on it too. See, so make sure you pay people what they are due so that what is due you can come to you. Number 13, by lack of the fear of God. See, when you don't have the fear of God, you will remain bound, bound in sickness, bound in poverty, bound in Proverbs 3, verse 7 to 8. The Bible says, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Stop justifying that sin. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. The ESV says, it will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. That means your blood, it will affect your blood. The fear of God. 
People don't have it. To fear God in Proverbs 8.13 is to hate evil. To hate evil. In Proverbs 10 verse 27, the fear of the Lord prolongs days. It prolongs days. You want to live long. You fear of God. Your family, they, they are so wicked that they die quick. So the years of wicked will be shortened. No, you, you, you choose the fear of God so your days can be prolonged. Proverbs 28 verse 14. It says, happy is a man who is always reverent. See, you'll be happy, you'll be blessed. But he who hardens his heart will fall into calamity. See, you can stop this cycle of problem after problem after problem. Don't harden your heart. When you are corrected, receive it. The essence of correction is for your improvement. The essence of correction is for your promotion. So, embrace correction. The Bible says, rebuke a wise man and he will love you. Rebuke a scorner and he will hate you. See, your reaction to correction is a proof of your wisdom. Are you out there? Quickly, let's wrap this up. Proverbs 23 verse 17. It says, do not let your heart envy sinners, but be zealous for the fear of the Lord all the day. Think about that. Why? So it prolongs your days. Guarantees you long life. Number 14, please. By reason of unfulfilled vows. By reason of unfulfilled vows. Now, many people are trapped in this. Remember the lady that was, her father was kidnapped. And she went to, she was not in this church when she, she made the vow. She made it to another church. And she went to fulfill the vow. And they released her father. Unfulfilled vows. So this is not in your note. While I was praying this morning, the Lord dropped this one in my spirit. Deuteronomy 23 verse 21. Deuteronomy 23 verse 21. It says, when you make a vow to the Lord your God, you shall not delay to pay it. For the Lord your God will surely require it of you and it will be seen to you. So if you know you've made a vow to a genuine church, go and fulfill that vow. Unfulfilled vows. Now, if you made a vow to someone, you're in a relationship, you say, I'm going to marry you, renounce the vow. Break that vow. Because that vow will still hold you, to still tie you to that person. So, it becomes difficult for anyone to enter into your life. But some people don't know why they cannot marry. When you were with your boyfriend and you were saying, I will marry you, I will spend my life with you, nothing will take me from you, it is true or false that we die, all those things you were saying, you place a curse on yourself that nobody should find you. So you will break that vow. And so in the name of Jesus, every inner vow I've made to so and so, I break it in the name of Jesus. Any soul tie I have with him, I break it in the name of it. It's just somebody will find you. A man of God, his wife divorced him and a prophet of God saw him and laid hands on his chest. An elderly prophet of God and said, I break the soul tie and he could get into a relationship and get married. He said because he just couldn't, he just couldn't date any, he couldn't, he couldn't. 
use all those inner vows, we will die together. It is two of us. The woman has married somebody else now. How do you marry her again? And the Bible says that if they are married and they turn back, you cannot marry them. Say to bring a curse upon the land. The woman has gone, but he could not move forward. Vows. You renounce the vows. You repent of it. I made a vow to so and so. The two of us will marry. Two of us will live together forever. I said, Father, I renounce those, those vows. It will just break some spiritual things from your life. Are you all there? All right, let's read a few. A few. Look at Psalm 76, 11 to 12. Is this helping anybody today? Have you been helped today? Now it says, make your vows to the Lord your God and pay them. Let all who are around him bring presents to him who ought to be feared. Now look at verse 12. He shall cut off the spirit of princes. You can break out from any demonic oppression by a vow. It says, he shall cut off the spirit of princes. He is awesome, the kings of the earth. See, because the devil is seeking an occasion against you. That vow shall not fulfill it. She made a vow. She has not fulfilled it. She made a partnership vow. She has not fulfilled it. She made a vow for the beauty. She has not fulfilled it. So the devil is holding you down and holding you down. Says when you pay the vow, it will cut off the spirit of princes. That means the spirit binding you is just broken off of you because you fulfilled your vow. Look at Psalm 50, verse 14 to 15. It says, Offer to God thanksgiving and pay your vows to the Most High. Call upon me in the day of trouble and I'll deliver you and you shall glorify me when you pay your vows. It is guarantees you freedom in the day of trouble. Look at Ecclesiastes 5, 4 to 6. When you make a vow to God, do not delay to pay it. For he has no pleasure in fools. Pay what you have vowed. Next. Better not to vow than to vow and not pay. Verse 6. Do not let your mouth cause your flesh to sin. Nor say to the messenger of, before the messenger of God that it was an error. Why should God be angry at your excuse and destroy the work of your hands? There's a man here. I've been trying to get him to be our administrator for a long time. Spirit of God will say no. 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 So he ordered for a pair of shoes, the most expensive shoes he had ever ordered. And he could not size them. And he brought it to church and God showed him somebody to give the shoe to. He gave the shoe to the person on Tuesday night. Wednesday morning, I was writing, the Spirit of God said, let him be your administrator. I've been asking God, no, 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 no. 
And he gave the most expensive shoes to the person God said he should give it to. By the next morning, less than 24 hours, let him be your administrator. I wonder what is being held back by your selfishness. If I give it, how will I survive? Are you surviving? Are you surviving? Unpaid vows. So as you hear from God and he tells you anything, any day, anytime, anywhere, respond. Something will just lose. It will cut off the spirit of princes. No. No. But Lord, the work is stressful. We need someone to hunt. No. Lord, no. And he gives a pair of shoes on Tuesday night. The next day. The next day. Let him be your administrator. I wonder what you are holding back that is holding you back. David said, I will not, I will not offer to God that which cost me nothing. Second Simon 24, verse 25. And he offered it. So the Lord heeded the prayers for him. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen for 50 shekels of silver. Next, then he says, they built an altar to the Lord and offered bonds and peace offerings. So the Lord heeded the prayers of the land and the plague was withdrawn from Israel. Now God told him to go and do it. So when God speaks to you and says, go and sow that seed or go and sow that sacrifice, then he wants to alter something in your life. You can imagine if he had worn that shoe or if he had sold that shoe, it could maybe have never been an administrator in our church. But it was in his destiny. There are many things in your destiny that are just lying dormant by reason of your selfishness. There are many things in your destiny you're just selfish. I don't know why they cannot trust me. It says, if you've not been faithful in another man's, who will give you yourself? The most expensive, you know, that's more difficult to give when, you know, you, you've not worn that kind of expensive shoe before. He said his wife was saying, give to one of the pastors, give to this one, give to them. He said, he knew it was not them. I saw the person and gave the person. I was not private to the information until after the fact. So let him be your administrator. Bible school will start next week. He will be the, 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 the director of the Bible school. I wonder what is in your destiny that is just dormant. It's not going forward because you are so selfish. You made the vow. You made the vow by yourself. You made the vow by yourself. But if you the vow, it's, and something in your destiny is being held down.
Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. If you're going to see abundance, what you have not done? What has God told you to stop doing at your stand now so that your deliverance can be executed speedily? So that your deliverance can be executed speedily. Some of you, your selfishness, the vow is hanging over your head. Talk to the Lord. Faithful God. It keeps covenant to a thousand. Secure your generation. Abraham offered up his Isaac. And what happened? He secured his generation forever. So talk to the Lord. What is the thing you're doing that is you, the Lord is telling you now? Ask him, Lord, what should I stop doing? Knowledge brings deliverance. You're not been studying the word of God to know what you have in Christ. Ask him, Father, what should I stop? What should I stop? I need my life better than what it is. Thank you, Father. If you're watching on TV, what does God give that you haven't given? What is the vow you made you haven't fulfilled? It's time to fulfill it for your breakthrough. What has God told you to stop doing? Better stop doing it. Say, better stop doing it. So the Lord, the Lord can reach for his hand and put his blessing on you. Bow your heads. Talk to the Lord. Thank you for listening to this message. As we preach the full message of this new life, our goal is to raise the people who are like Jesus by exposing them to the influence of God's word and his spirit in an atmosphere of love so that they may be able to take the love of God, the word of God, and the healing power of God to every individual within their sphere of contact. For more information on how you can get other messages by Apostle David Wiley Fessel, visit us at Charismatic Renaissance International Church Kilometer 9 and 10, along Isaac Boro Expressway, Birubulu, Yenegua, Bayosu State. You can also visit our website at crichurch.org. Follow us on Facebook at Charismatic Renaissance or call 003-382-7072 or 005-120-4708. God bless you.